and the lovely, it's Shauna Lee, and welcome back to the Soul Frequency Show podcast, where we're stepping into the light and raising our frequency together. Each week, we get to return to this sacred space to have conversations about the things we all experience in life, love, health, and career. A space where we, as spiritual beings, having this human experience, can amplify our gifts and remember our truth. The title of this episode is Share Your Message. You guys, I remember a time in my life where sharing my message seemed terrifying. I was really having trouble even thinking about owning who I was right? Like I had lived this other life for so long and it felt nice and cozy and and nice and like, you know, like there were many layers of things in front of me. I didn't have to really feel exposed. I didn't have to really be who I was. And I think for every empathic person and for every healer, there are layers that need to be looked at and moved through to really step forward and share yourself with the world. And I know there are so many of you that listen to this show. I feel you. I feel your energy. I know your gifts, right? It's just incredible people that are drawn to listen to the show. And I feel like this episode is so important because clearing our blocks to being seen and being heard in the world is like the place that you have to begin, right? It's like the beginning of everything. And so I invited my own PR agent, Natasha, on the show today um, to talk to you about how we can step forward and how you can share your wisdom. So Natasha has become a good friend. She is an incredible journalist. She's a digital marketer. She's an amazing PR agent. She loves to meet people. She loves to discover stories about people. Um, and she really feels called to have, you know, spiritual and mission-driven entrepreneurs be heard. She feels there's a special magic in working with inspired entrepreneurs, and she is on a mission to bring her skills and expertise um, towards one goal, which is sharing stories of entrepreneurs, authors, and visionaries. So with no further ado, please help me welcome Natasha to the show. Natasha, welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy to feel so special. <laughs> I know, it's going to be so fun. Um, it's always fun to interview somebody who I know, who I talk to often, who I respect, who we have this like fun friendship and relationship. So you guys are lucky, lucky, lucky today. We are going to be talking about PR getting ourselves out there in the world, getting our message heard. And Natasha is just the person to talk about this. But before we kind of jump into all of those details, which I have a bunch of different questions, um, maybe you can just take us back to like, what called you to want to share powerful, transformative messages with the world? And kind of what's your journey that led up to being connected in the way that you are with so many people around the world? 
It's so funny as we just spoke that uh, it's uh, now three years since I started on the journey, like on this particular portion of a journey of uh, of this business. So this month, it's uh, gonna be gonna be celebrating three years. So it's a good time to think of you know uh, what what called me here. Um, the healers and you know people who are uh, sharing the messages of transformation are a big thing in my life, like always uh, I grew up in a family of psychologists <laughs> so it was always you know the idea that uh, the idea that you um, if something is not working in your life it's probably your fault it's probably something like within you like that's pretty much one of my kind of like fundamental beliefs that I you know I really literally grew up with uh, however I never wanted to be one myself uh, and uh, I, I like I was always like I was a journalist and a family of psychologists I was you know I was a um, like digital marketer surrounded by transformational healers <laughs> even <laughs> even you know even now my partner is uh, also like uh, one of the transformational uh, transformational healers and uh, I run a PR agency. So it's always like, you know, there's always this combination for me. And yeah, then uh, taking on PR is, um, yeah, it was a kind of conscious decision of one of the formats, how I can, you know, how I can uh, keep on be around this, um, this people and around these ideas and, you know, be contributing in my own way using my experience as a journalist, as a digital marketer and, you know, keep on, keep on helping them to share the messages that I personally believe in. That's awesome. And what did you, did you see when you, because I know you've been around the space of healers and like digital marketers. Did you see that there were challenges with like some healers and how to like either convey what they do or to distill down what they do or to frankly get it out there? Like obviously when you're a healer, you're working with people, right? Or working with groups of people or sharing messages. Um, it's not always the first thing that you think of, of like how to get myself out there, right? So did you see a need in the market? Definitely no, definitely not the first thing that you think about, right? Like that's that's a beauty, right? The you guys, <laughs> uh, the the healer type, you're all about like you know, how to go deeper, how to create the, the new method, how to, you know, how to make it, you know, even better for people to receive the transformation. And yeah, it, like I definitely believe that there is a big, big portion of it that uh, uh, you are getting better and you are also need to be getting better in getting known. Um, you know, because otherwise your uh, your wonderful messages, your wonderful ideas, and uh, you know the true life transformation that you can bring just uh, stay with you. And yeah, there is uh, another big portion that I see, uh, which is which is kind of kind of interesting. Um, there is a uh, there is a portion of uh, sometimes at some level of like people starting out in this world there is some portion of shyness uh, there is some portion like oh I just want uh, this uh, messages to be known but I don't need uh, I don't need for myself to be known I just want to you know. Um, like there are such things as you know people create the brands when. Uh, 
when they like invent like a brand name which has nothing to do with their name or they you know on they they create like the logos and everything they like you know go and hide behind something and be like oh you know ideas is important and i'm just you know i'm just a messenger and uh like I see how, at least in the modern world, we connect way more with people, names, and personal stories uh, than with the brands. And you know how important it is to, you know, if the message has been given to you in some way. It's been given to you for a reason. It's been given to you because your your story and your life uh, would, you know, also be a tool, uh, you know, a helpful tool to convey the message. So that's something that I. I see a little bit of a mismatch and that's what I love when you know when um, when people uh, on a on the journey of healers when they start seeing they're like oh wow it's actually you know it's actually beautiful and uh, helpful for me to be seen you know I can transform more lives when I myself is uh, I myself am in a in a, in a light it's so true and most healers like myself included I mean there is a process because a lot of people, a lot of seers and healers and intuitives and people of this nature, like have gone through like multiple lifetimes of just, you know, not speaking something that is the like popular narrative, like mm. or that is widely known or accepted. Right. And so <laughs> when you're talking about healing in different ways, everything from alternative health to anything that's just not the mainstream yet, yeah. right? There's a certain amount of like pushback you can receive and certainly even like for people in their family of origin or the people yeah. that grow up around, right? Just feeling like misunderstood. And a lot of people communicate that to me and my work too. Like, yeah. like people just don't get it or don't see it. or And so there is like a point at which like you feel this, um, what's the word? Like a, a conflict within mm -hmm. yourself between the message is like pushing through you, mm -hmm. right? And then there's a part of you that's like, wait a second, wait a second, right? And it's like this push-pull that yeah. happens. And, and I think the main thing, like, and for anybody listening to this who's experiencing that, the main thing is realizing that the message that wants to come through is your soul self. It's the highest, you know, frequency and caliber of you. The rest mm -hmm. of it is illusion and fear, right? And so yeah. it's really like at some point you have to make the choice, like what, what voice am I going to listen to? And am I going to allow this to move forward? And what's so beautiful and what I love about Natasha, because we've been working together for the past six months and she's amazing. And one of the things that's been just incredible about it is like, sometimes you just need to say, like almost do a brain dump, like here's all the stuff I do. Here's like what it is, right? and have somebody be able to reflect back to you, well, here's how we can accurately communicate about that, right? Here's where I feel like, let's put this story together in a nice little book where someone's gonna really be able to connect with it and understand it. And obviously you guys know as healers out there that, that sometimes you're so far down the rabbit hole that it's hard to back up a little bit and explain what you do to somebody who's just starting, right? To understand your work or just starting to see you. And that is, I think, you know, before you even get to the PR part, it's like having someone like yourself be able to like decipher the code really. Um, yeah. And that's one of your natural gifts. And so can you talk about like at the beginning of working with people, what it's like for you to like, you know, just get your head around them and be able to, I guess you would say, put together 
kind of an understanding so other people can enjoy their work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and this, uh, what you mentioned is so natural. Like, I don't think it makes, you know, um, like I find it for myself as well. When I when I try to talk about myself and what I do, it's so much harder for me to do it uh, for myself than to do it for other people. There is some, I don't know how it's called, but there is some wire in our brain, which, uh, you know, which doesn't allow us uh, to see ourselves the way that, you know, people around us would, would see us. So, um, yeah, as you say, this has been pretty natural for me. Uh, you know, that's that's been my always a favorite part. And, you know, in the journalism, let's say to sit down with someone and in interview and like, you know, put out uh, their life uh, story uh, onto paper. Uh, I used to be in print journalism. So, yeah, it was actually onto paper. Uh, and uh, yeah, the, you can you can see um, you can see how the uh, conversation, the part of the conversation and narrative that people are a part of, uh, how it shapes how they would speak about themselves. You can see how we're like, oh, OK, that's, you know, that's a cool, um, a, a cool phrase. Maybe that I, I'm going to use it for myself. Uh, or, you know, like I would kind of uh, quickly uh, rush through, you know, my transformation that I gone through. And I would say that I've been in a dark place. And now, you know, after I've uh, studied for 20 years and transformed my life, everything is different. And kind of when I sit down with someone, I catch those, I've, you know, just because I work with a lot of transformational leaders, I'm like, okay, this is a really, you know, I've really seen a lot of people using it. Let's uh, get down to what really happened with you and in your life i've seen many people saying that you've been in a dark place and then you had an awakening what actually really happened tell me you know tell me the story and then we you know put it out into uh you know into words that uh, paint out the picture and uh, allow people to you know to connect with you more and connect with a real you rather than the catchphrases that you thought are cool to use. <laughs> yes. You know, it's so funny when you were saying that, I was thinking that's just another way that we hide, right? It's like you put mm -hmm. out these very general statements, right? That anyone could take in any different direction. Like, well, this mm -hmm. is my transformation or this is my dark night of the soul. And it's like, and I just picture you, like I get, I was like getting this visual of you just like, basically like, come on, come on, like, come forward, come forward, you know, like calling someone out of like, I don't know, the closet or a hole or whatever they are. And just saying like, okay, let's, let's really like talk about what really yeah. happened and let's really give the details that ultimately allow people to connect, right. With the yeah. story. Cause it's really about connection and, um, it's, you know, I just have the utmost like respect and compassion for the journey of, of allowing yourself to be seen, right. And allowing yourself to move forward. And, you know, maybe you can share some, some of your insights about that. Yeah. I have something to add here is um, what happens a lot, a kind of a fear that I come across a lot as well is um, it's all been said. It's all being, yeah. you know, it's all being communicated. I'm not the first one to, you know, uh, to bring this particular message, As especially, you know, nowadays we see so many, you know, people and voices and uh, so many, you know, so many 
people, especially we are like, we used to see people in our industry and we're like, oh no, you know, I'm like, I don't need to actually do it because, you know, I already see so many of them sharing this message. Uh, And that I find a really common fear uh, and uh, something that stops people. And what's interesting, like my personal belief is, uh, yeah, we spoke about the, uh, the message has been given to you and it has been given to you for a reason because your life and your personal story, it's what makes it different. It's, you know, it's not the message itself. It's a message in combination with a messenger, right? Like in this case, messenger really matters. You know, there can be the, the simplest message, like, you know, maybe of a self-care, and you know uh, your story of uh, being a burnout professional would connect to the burnout professionals. Your story of a self-care as a mother of three would you know connect to women who are going through the same experience, and so on and so on. So uh, it's uh, the combination of yourself and your story and the message that makes it you know that makes it uh, relatable to people. And that's why I absolutely believe that. Yes, there need to be a lot of us, you know, sharing uh, maybe similar messages to, you know, to get to more people and and more, uh, you know, more wider audiences, uh, because everyone going to resonate with something different. And that's why, like, I've been working, you know, as a communication professional in the the world of um, personal transformation for like some eight years. Uh, and I've seen a lot of um, healers uh, in this world. And that's why I really believe that, yes, there is a lot, but uh, it's not too many. There's still, you know, space for more, more of us to be bringing the messages of transformation. It's such a good point. And think about, I mean, there are what, seven, some billion people on the earth and we're trying to like raise the consciousness here of planet earth. And Mm -hmm. it's easy to insulate yourself with like a lot of different healers, right? Like maybe you have like a thousand different healers that you know of or that you follow or different brands you follow. And you, you have a skewed vantage point on how many people there are, right? And how many people need this work and need transformation. And so we can't forget that there's so many people in the world and that even if our lens looks like I'm, I'm following a certain amount of people and they're all talking about similar things, they're all, they're all necessary. And your story is going to touch specific people's lives. Like no one has your exact story and that story links up like almost divinely with certain people that will follow you, right? Like they almost, they probably have heard things from different people and it never really landed. And you're the one person that it's going to land, you know, it's going to land for them. and, And that's, what's awesome. And so, so tell me like why at this point in time where we have the digital space, we have digital marketing, we, you and I are talking to each other from the other side of the world, right? Where are you right now? Uh, in Thailand. In Thailand, right. And I'm in Southern California. So this is the world we live in. Why is PR important, especially now in this very, as we start to connect more and more um, around the world? The information space is overloaded like never before. (laughs) I was just writing, uh, I was just writing a post about it um, yesterday, I think, um, on on some of my channels. And uh, what makes me feel really weird about the world of digital marketing today 
as we turn the word content into like a term. And as a former journalist, it makes me cringe uh, because, you know, you used to, you know, as a former journalist, I used to spend like 70% of my time on finding like the right topic uh, to speak about. And then maybe 20% researching it and 10% actually writing about it. Now the content, uh, you know, the word content and, you know, the phrase, you're going to be always producing content is like almost suggests that like this is disposable, you know, the information that you put out is disposable. You put out it on your social media and tomorrow it's going to be gone. And, you know, and uh, it's uh, something that you're going to be like always on a right race of just making more and more content and it's going to be forgotten tomorrow. So uh, in this world, uh, I, uh, I love the idea of um, uh, a little bit of a, um, of course, media has changed, uh, but you know the, the at least uh, the idea of you know going for a story uh, rather than disposable content, like I st- is something that I still believe in, and uh, that's what uh, I always try to do uh, through PR with my clients. Uh, and um, another big idea, another big belief here is uh, the power of connections. Um, that's very funny as well how sometimes I see uh, people who are starting out uh, their journey of marketing their services uh, and they're like okay so what's um, you know what's um, what's my Instagram strategy what's my Facebook ad strategy and really the first thing that I, I believe everyone should be doing is you know who do I already know that I can connect and that we can help each other so like I believe that this the connection the you know the uh, your friend who runs a podcast, you know, your uh, your other friend who, who runs a blog and, you know, how can you exchange the favor and promote each other? That should be like such a first step of, um, of, um, of, your, of your marketing because uh, if, you know, if translating it to marketing terms, there is this um, kind of a curve for, for recognition of a brand that, uh, that we talk about, uh, which starts with... Uh, early early adapters late adapters and um yeah and your like your very foundation of your brand is in like the people who are uh, very small in numbers but are very dedicated to you and your your very early adapters and that's found not through the mass marketing channels not through the you know, not through your content strategy and not through your Facebook ad strategy, but that's found through the, you know, one-on-one conversations. And that's why PR creates such a, uh, uh, such a dedicated uh, leads in a marketing term, such a dedicated, uh, you know, such a qualified leads, uh, because that's a very uh, personal, it's a very personal conversation or at least for people who are hearing you or reading about you in a magazine, it feels like a very personal way of getting to know you, really high trust, uh, way higher, like early media are known to have uh, like uh, almost like 90% higher trust than advertising. And uh, um, that's why it's uh, essential to creating your uh, early early adapters. One more thing is... uh, People tend to believe that, um, yeah, that uh, PR is something for when you are a superstar, uh, when you're a celebrity, then you, you know, hire a PR agency. Uh, but um, 
like I believe, uh, as I as I just explained, I believe it's quite reverse. Uh, is uh, PR is because it's all about relationship, is public relationships, right? It's pretty much very foundation of you know of your of your marketing and of your getting yourself out there. Oh, I agree so much. And I think I think that was great that you talked about the early adapters versus later on and like how people can, I mean, basically you're touching on how people can start and how they should start, you know, forming these like relationships and these early fans, right, of your work. And then there's so many ways. I think so much in the online marketing space, sometimes people skip over many steps and want to go like right to ads or right to something that's like, Maybe a maybe a more down the line option, right? And mm-hmm. really, like, there's so much in your backyard. There's yeah. so much in your backyard. And I, when I started my business, I mean, I went right to my circle. I went right mm-hmm. to my sphere. I went right to the people I knew. I began in my own backyard, and that is, and it's amazing how much you grow just in that and how you get referred and how you make connections. And so, I love that you bring that up, and I love that you say that PR is important like earlier on, right? And earlier than probably most people think that it Mm -hmm. is. And there's nothing, you know, we were saying before I started this, like we've almost done 300 episodes for the show. And um, I got to say that it's one of those things where the more you do, right? The more confident you feel and the more you feel like I can dance within this arena. So it's like that with PR too. It's like that with anything. Sometimes you just got to get on and start writing, right? And you will get better and you will grow and it will become natural and normal. And, you know, people, it's so funny because sometimes people ask me when they're starting out with podcasting, it's like, oh, do you plan for days? And I'm like, no, because like, I've just been doing this so long, right? It's like, it's like breathing, Mm -hmm. right? And so there isn't a lot of like, oh my gosh, to it. It's, it becomes anything we do in life over and over again becomes natural. So I think I agree with what you're saying. And I think PR is a great way to start challenging yourself, right? Yeah. Step out of the comfort box and you are going to connect with new people. You are going to do things or try things you haven't done before. Probably you're going to just jump in the pool, right? And you're going to swim and it's a beautiful thing. So I love all that you shared. I think those are really, really good tips. Can you share with us like um, some of maybe like a booking that you did that you're super proud of or something cool, like take us back inside your PR world. Um, if you can share, I don't know if that's personal or if you can share anyone you've worked with or a cool booking and I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm like so excited about every every booking that I do. <laughs> uh, I'm like, yeah, yay, new connection. Um, I'm thinking, uh, what would it be? What would it be? Like, I don't know. Oh, really? All all of them are exciting. <laughs> you do a happy dance. <laughs> uh, oh yeah oh yeah I do a happy dance my team does a happy dance we have like you know we, my team are all like uh, virtually connected so we send each other like the like all those gifts in the uh in yeah, the chat yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good and you have the best team I mean you guys are like so on top of everything you do I can attest to that because like I said we've been working together for months and it's just you know, it's been a really awesome experience. Like, and I know like anything in life, you don't really know what the experience will be until you experience it. Right. I mean, 
even if you've read testimonials and heard good things, you're like, okay, is this going to connect for me? Is this going to be great for me? And you guys are just on top of it and just awesome to work with. And I think one of the things, you know, to the PR agency in general, when people hear about PR and why people feel like it's something to do down the line is that traditionally it can be very expensive. Traditionally, it can, you know, you hear through the woods like, well, if your budget isn't this really expensive number, then you won't get attention or it won't, yeah. you know what I mean, it won't work out for you and all of these different things. Um, and you have, I feel like, really built a business that is the exact opposite of that and created an environment where people feel cared about and heard and seen. And, you know, even though you work with a lot of people just feeling like there's a touch point, because, you know, I've had actually colleagues of mine who have worked with, you know, a more traditional, very big, Mm -hmm. like PR agency and, and really felt like they, they spent a lot of money and got nothing out of that experience Mm -hmm. that was Mm -hmm. of value. So I just want to acknowledge what you've created and what you're doing. And I just wondered what your vantage point was like, you know, on some of the older, what, I don't know, I feel like it's older concepts of what PR was versus what you're doing. Mm. Um, Advantage point, you mean? Yeah, just like, I mean, do you, do you ever hear that like in the industry? where Absolutely, they're... absolutely. I hear it all the time. Their PR has a bad rep. <laughs> the <laughs> reputation is that you're going to sp- spend tons of money and you barely get anything. So yeah, there is like a big motivation for me to like not be like that. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, there is, uh, I don't think I, uh, you know, starting this uh, business, I ever, um, you know, I ever consciously like wanted to build uh, something different than like the traditional PR. Uh, it was not a conscious thought. It was more just a combination of, you know, my existing experiences, uh, you know, my experience uh, like in the media world as a journalist uh, combined with my most recent experience. I used to, I used to be, um, used to lead a marketing team in Mind Valley. So uh, I kind of had a, a little bit more insight on, you know, what people, what people look at, what, you know, what kind of, uh, how does it digital world is moving and like how do you uh, get get known digitally uh, so yeah I was just um, combining combining the two and yeah the another portion of it it was um, <laughs> I had like uh, right before I started the business I had a little bit of a you know personal crisis I was like oh my god it's like uh, I almost 30 I've achieved nothing uh, you know there was <laughs> there was this thing going on through my mind and uh, uh, that uh, then in some point they would be like hmm yeah I did make a lot of connections uh, there was like okay I, I give myself that that one thing and again I don't think it was a conscious thought of like oh okay I had made connections so therefore let's make PR business out of it it kind of uh, came naturally but now you know like looking backwards connecting the dots I'm like dots I'm like oh yeah that's uh, that kind of a lot here like you were walking your path and you didn't even know it right just collecting all the good things like I always say we're walking our path and we don't realize it and we're collecting skill sets and connections and people and then all of a sudden it all comes together and we're like oh my gosh look at that I have all the things I need here to make a go of this and to make it happen and I think you know you focusing on the types of clients that you're focusing on you know healers and transformational leaders and things like that um, you know, getting those messages out is I'm sure super gratifying and, you know, you're, you know, spending your time, 
um, really in your own way, transforming the world through spreading these messages. And, um, and I'm sure like on the front lines of talking to different publications and you know, explaining why it's important that that we know these, you know, we know about alternative health, that we know about in different healing modalities and things of that nature. Do you find that it's getting more and more uh, readily acceptable by news outlets? Um, I feel there's so much still to be done, uh, to be honest. Uh, it's uh, quite, it drives me crazy that, you know, uh, on any given day, uh, mainstream media would uh, print horoscopes uh, but when you say like hey here's you know Ayurvedic technique and they're like um, yeah I need studies and I need like proofs and you know like that's that's not enough or you know that's not scientific enough and and then they would print like I don't know what's the uh, color of your lipstick you should choose based on your horoscope sign and, uh, <laughs> and like and they don't need study for that and but they need study for like you know what I see in my life has been like really transformative like you know breath work right or yeah or Ayurveda um, or you know like doing like you do the doing the business through the you know through a power of intuition and channeling and they're like oh no this is like you know this is too out there and right. i'm like you guys this just this just doesn't doesn't matter in my child you're like they're like where's the science on her intuitive capabilities please absolutely <laughs> absolutely and um yeah i see you know in like uh, on like a grand scheme, like of course we are able to, you know, to put uh, different stories, but on a grand scheme of like the world of media, yeah, there is uh, and then the world of like public acceptance, like really mainstream, mainstream acceptance of um, what all of us do is uh, still a really, really, like it's a bit, it's a big way. It's a big. Um, and what a big mission and what an awesome mission, you know, for you to spread the word about that. And I think going back to that, there are 7 billion people in the world or more, like just being really aware that there is still just so much work to do and so many lives to touch and people to connect with and how important that is, right? That we all right, show we up all. to that in the ways that we feel called to. So I think that's awesome. And for anybody that's listening that is feeling like this might be my next step, right? And this is something that I want to look into more. Um, where can they find out more info about your specific work you're doing? Um, my website would be a great place to start, uh, natashazo.com. Uh, yeah. And, uh, also, yeah, like I'm, uh, I'm open to have a conversation with, uh, you know, anyone in the world of, you know, coaching, healing, uh, wellness. Uh, I, you know, that's, it's, it's all about the connection for me. So I have this uh, little uh, book a call button on my website and, you know, whatever, whatever the thoughts that this conversation may have arised uh, in your mind uh, and whatever you want to discuss, uh, let's jump on a call. You can get it, like you can grab it from my website. I love that. And we will have that link in the show notes as well. And if you guys connect, you know, make sure and let Natasha know that you listen to her on this show and then she can be like, oh, right, here's what we talked about um, and connect on that. And I think, you know, I think PR should feel like a big jump, 
right? I think wherever you're at, it should feel like, wow, I'm really calling myself up. So whether calling yourself up means just reaching out to have a chat with Natasha mm-hmm. or calling yourself up means saying yes and moving forward, that, that you remember the importance, that you remember the seven and a half or so billion people on this planet. And when you know you've got a gift inside of you, then you know that you chose to be here at this time on earth and that you chose to bring this gift through and to share it with other people. And that Natasha's really that bridge, right? That bridge to being able to share at a bigger level. And so I just, I love your work. I have had a blast the past six (laughs) months. Like we just, we set 2020 ablaze. It's been a wild year, but we have been, you know, even at this wild time that we've been going through, booking PR and, you know, sharing the message and magazines and podcasts and, you know, Instagram lives and all of these different avenues that we can connect on. And that's what's been going on in my world with the help of Natasha and her team. And it's been just really fun and exciting to connect with new people um, and work with new clients and meet new colleagues and all of that kind of stuff. So I can't say enough good about it. And I want to ask Natasha now the four questions that, you know, we ask all of our guests on the show. Um, And so the first question, it's based on the anatomy of transformation, which I take people through. The first question is about truth. And I believe that truth has the power to really make a profound shift in our life, to really shift our reality. And when we come across a big truth, it can change the trajectory of our life. It can make us think differently or see life or ourselves differently. So what is a truth that you have come across in your journey um, that created a shift for you? Yeah, uh, there is something I want to share. The truth has been... uh, given to me, gifted to me by my mother, uh, who I, you know, have so much respect for. So here is a story. Uh, I am about nine years old, let's say nine years old. And, uh, the, and after school, uh, I'm about to get with my friend and walk home. We used to have those long walks home, which, you know, like, uh, probably would take adult like 10 minutes, but we would spend like an hour just, you know, getting uh, entertained by, you know, all the wonders of the world. So we're, uh, I'm waiting for my friend. Uh, we're about to walk home. Uh, and then I see my friend uh, get together with like, you know, a couple, couple other kids and they see me. And they pointed me and then they run away. And uh, I'm really frustrated. I uh, see that like it's it's done kind of intentionally and I walk home alone and I don't remember. Yeah, probably I cried at that point and uh, I came I came home and I shared it uh, with my mom. I'm like, yeah, like uh, the kids ran away from me and I walk home alone. And that was the truth, and that's what the transformation. My mom, uh, my, what, what my mom said at that point, she is like, "Why don't you uh, pick up a phone and call your friend and just tell you tell her how you feel?" And like, yeah, what's the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> why would I be that honest? Like, why? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? What would? And she's like it's okay. Like just, just do it. So, you know, um, I, I, I really didn't see the point of that. Uh, and, uh, like, I was like, so, you know, I tell her how, how I feel, then what? 
And then she's like, yeah, that, that's it. Then you, then you say goodbye and you go and this your day. And so she, you know, without, you know, without me really trusting in the process, she convinced me to do it. And I'm like, hi, uh, today when you, uh, at school, after school, when you ran away from me, I felt really sad and hurt and frustrated. And then there was a silence and that's it. I'm like, okay, bye. So the conversation ended there and, uh, um, yeah, what happened after that is the friend did give me a call back and like after the couple hours and she said that she understood it and she said that she was sorry. And now that's that now I really believe that's where the where it's, that's where the truth came in and uh, the truth is uh, there is no there is no time when in life when you shouldn't really be honest about how you feel even if you don't know what's you know what's going to be the outcome of that. Mm, I love that. What a beautiful story and what a beautiful example of how as kids you know, these things that happen in our life, like really impact, like, like you made a whole perception around that. Like, oh, it's totally safe for me to like share how I feel, right? Your mom urged you to do it and you did it. And the result was beautiful. And I'm sure that led to more sharing as time went on. What a gorgeous truth and what a beautiful memory. And it could have been like such, it could have been such a, such a trauma, right? It's like, right. Almost that moment when, you know, when you look back to and like that moment could have been uh, the moment where I could have made a really different choice about, about life and communication. Yeah, yeah for sure. Your mom was probably like, yes, that worked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm winning momming right now. Um, that's so awesome. So what was released on the other side of that? So the apprehension of like calling and then what do you think the belief was or the perception about yourself that that once that friend called and apologized, that was released for you? Yeah, that was, uh, definitely. I can see it so clearly now. Uh, the, it was the belief that if some, someone does something wrong to me, that like that it's my fault, you know, that's like, is I done something wrong as, you know, I'm faulty and unworthy and, you know, um, that's 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 how it seemed right like you know if uh, kids kids run away from you you're like oh you know i'm not i'm not as good as they are and it was it was resolved i guess yeah and And what is the the third question is about experience so what was the experience like maybe even just after that like after your friend called and apologized what happened when you went back to school or do you remember staying friends with that friend and I yeah of course yeah I I definitely remember staying friends with the friend uh the reason I shared this experience is like I I really see this uh having like a profound impact on my life and like you know on how I am today uh I cannot stand you know, I cannot stand tension in like, and I can uh, not stand, you know, things being unsaid uh, and, uh, you know, un- unresolved. And that that goes for everything that goes for, you know, business relationships and like a constant feedback. And also, it also goes for personal relationships, you know, like me and my partner would rarely go over like, you know, three hours, I guess, of like, you know, of 
like some misunderstanding like i like you know i cannot live my life if like if, if i feel there is something unresolved i like i need to go inform you know inform how i feel and then from there there comes the resolution so there was uh yeah the reason i share the story is because i i see it's really really changed like the way i am it's so beautiful. It created like the way you are, right? And it's created, way- yeah, because I don't really remember myself like before that, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's so cool because like, I just think it's a great example of like, think of the time wasted in spent in upset, right? Or spent like at odds with somebody and really just being able to share yourself and keep communicating until you get to a point of understanding is a gift yeah. that I'm sure serves you in business and your personal life. So that's awesome. And and what is it for you in your life that keeps you in alignment, that keeps you feeling good, that keeps you in that place of like, I'm true with my feelings, I'm communicating with people, I'm fully aligned in my life? Practices, rituals, ways of being, anything like that? Mm-hmm. Um Interesting. Like, um, of course, there are practices and like you know, kind of habits and rituals that I do. But like, what I thought of uh, sharing when you asked this question was uh, rather kind of a, also like a personal trait, like which I don't know. It taps, it taps into it taps into the conversation we just had. Uh, like, this is one of the ways that you know I I like to tell, stay like self aware and aware about my feelings. And I think in many cases uh, that helps me, that helps me, like that, that keeps me aligned the self, the self-awareness and like, okay, this is what I'm feeling. Uh, I've been through this before. I know it's not, you know, it's not going to last forever. You know, that's, uh, that, that's, that's just a feeling of like today, I, today I feel happy tomorrow. I feel, you know, fear, fearful and frustrated, frustrated and everything is falling out of place so what what keeps me you know aligned and keeps me going is just being able to remind myself that like this is just the feeling it's not you know it's not who I am it's not uh it's not a label on you know my life and um you know and how it's gonna be from now on it's it's just a feeling it's just an emotion that I gotta eventually get through ride the wave it'll pass right (laughs) ride the wave with that feeling Well, that is such wisdom. I mean, this has been great. I love everything that you shared. I think it's super valuable. And I didn't know that the conversation would go in the direction, but I feel like a through line of this conversation is really about how we move forward with our gift, right? Mm -hmm. How we get ourselves out there, how we get unstuck and how we just give ourselves the freedom, right? And that's what you really do for healers and coaches is give them the freedom to, um, to put themselves out there, right? You putting them out there. And, and having the positive response and having the excitement and the connection be part of their life. Because once you start feeling that, just like with that friend, it's like once you felt like, oh, I could share myself and it was positive, then you yeah. continue to share yourself. And yeah. really, like, what a beautiful gift to give to people. So you're awesome. You know I adore you. I'm so glad you came on the show. You have such wisdom. Um, and it was really, really fun. Oh, it was so much fun. It was so special as well, because you really seen, you know, what, what I do, you seen, you experience my team, you experience, you know, you experience all that, that I summarized now in like a half an hour of beliefs, uh, you experience that in, in life. So it's, uh, it feels really special. <laughs>
Oh, it's an honor. It's so fun. And I just, I look forward to more and I look forward to everybody really stepping in and stepping up. 2020 is a year about stepping in and stepping up. And so Natasha is your cheerleader for that. So (laughs) definitely go to her website, definitely connect with her, have a conversation and, you know, see where it goes. I'm Shauna Lee, and you've been listening to the Soul Frequency Show podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Soul Frequency. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this show. Join me next week for more powerful awakenings and positive vibes. Mm-hmm.